This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years in the senior care industry share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes, so let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, Val. I'm Anthony Cirillo. I'm a healthcare giving and aging expert, and I fell in love with seniors through my singing career, uh, which was a semi-professional career in nightclubs. And I got out of that and started going uh, singing in senior communities. Essentially what I do now, because I've rebranded thousands of times, I connect people and companies to other uh, people, products, and services. I also have my own set of caregiving products uh, as well. I'm a media expert. I write for U.S. News and World Report monthly, as well as 60 and Me, and I'm on the local version of the Charlotte Today Show as well every month. Also, a professional speaker and consultant in the industry, and um, just to just end it, nationwide. I'm on the nationwide financial. Uh, and National Council on Aging, Health, and Wellness Roundtable and the Bank of America Elder Care Policy Roundtable. Blah, there you go. Man, you do, you're, you're very busy. <laughs> you're busy doing all these things. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, for the main stuff that you do all the time, what is the best thing about doing what you do? You serve seniors, caregivers, and professionals. So what's the best thing about what you do? Well, I, th I think the best thing about what I do, and again, my career spans, uh, we won't want to say how many years, but uh, my career spans a long time, and it started out in hospital marketing. And, you know, that sounds great, and it was, but you don't touch anybody that way. You indirectly are trying to influence people. But you know what we do in senior living, even if you're on the periphery, some way or another, you're touching people. And so for me, it's the purpose of it all. You know, as I, like I said, my earlier career was, was hospital marketing. When I finally went up to New York, I took a job with a healthcare company and uh, on uh, Wall Street, and I was out in the boroughs of New York every day serving seniors. I would stage the events, go to the events, and of course, because I was a singer, I would become the MC and DJ and the singer, and if your name is Cirillo and you sing Sinatra, you know, it's golden. So, you know, it's not until I started using my musical talents and senior, in senior living did I really get that fulfillment uh, factor. And so, you know, to me, it's just, you know, when I'm sharing information, whenever venue I'm in, speaking, TV, social media, I'm helping people. And, you know, getting that fulfillment and giving the fulfillment is, is the best thing about, I think, what I do, which, you know, not, didn't necessarily happen, you know, in other parts of my career earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, sharing your, your wisdom and your, um, your, your, your talents and all the things that you've learned over the years certainly helped so many. So we appreciate all of that about you. Um, okay, so let's switch gears for a second and talk about online marketing. I ask everybody this question. You've been doing online marketing for a long time. I've watched you on LinkedIn and I've seen your articles and all that. So what, I, we know that online marketing can be challenging, confusing, it's always changing. What has been your experience or your thoughts about getting the word out there about what you do? Right, right. And, and this old guy here was actually named a mover and shaker in the social shakeup. So I was well, with all these millennials and Gen Xers as a, a social mm -hmm. media guy. Uh, and the, the main thing is, uh, you know, I didn't get to this influence or the number of followers overnight. You know, you have to develop a voice. You have to provide value. And that's the main thing. Too many people want to sell. Uh, I, you know, even some of my partners right now that, that are, you know, putting social media out there, they want to direct them directly to the sale. 
And to me, if you, as you know, when you watch my stuff, I provide value. I'm going to put an interesting article up there, mm-hmm. something that's going to have you do something that's going to brighten your day or educate you some way. And then if you want to know more, uh, you know, well, here I am. And, and so, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the, the main thing is to provide value. You know, my platform, that's the other thing is over the years, I, I, I call it educated aging, that people should prepare for aging sooner in life, physically, financially, emotionally. And and that's what I what I provide every time I try to put something out there. I also automate, and I think that's important for people. I use Hootsuite. I set up Google Alerts. I follow trends. But, you know, writing's the key. You need to be able to write, and you even need to have a sense of humor, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely have a sense of humor. Um, yeah, so, and you're right. Pick And pick your platform. I mean, if, uh, you know, I, I if we can be all over the place, and we can be in too many places um, and try to stretch ourselves too thin. So I think picking your platform and providing value is definitely the key. You know, like for instance, we do this show. um, It's kind of a passion of mine. It's kind of a, you know, outside of my core business. Um, But I love it because we get to talk to so many different people across the country and this is not selling anything. There's no fee to be on the show. You know, this is just pure, um, letting other people share their wisdom with the rest sure. of us in the senior care industry. And I think that's exactly right. Um, provide value, provide something that people will be interested in learning more about, and they'll learn more about you along the way and, and your services. So yeah, yep. getting right to the sale is not always the best strategy. No, it isn't. It's an overwhelming, These, you know, our seniors are in our families are in an overwhelming position they're overwhelmed with information, with financial issues, with emotional issues. So educating to me has always been the first step in all of this. So you hit the nail on the head there. All right, cool. So, okay, I would imagine over time there have been other successful leaders or maybe just organizations that have done a really good job and they've either been a mentor or just an inspiration to you. Who would you like to give a shout out to? Well, you know, there's there's so many. I mean, certainly I've had mentors, mentors and CEOs of, of hospitals I worked at. Uh, all the amazing caregivers that I've encountered in my life are inspirational to me because when you see how much they are, are juggling and especially look at caregivers today with COVID, it's crazy. There's certainly professionals out there that have influenced my life and people I follow like Ken Dykewald and, you know, Tipa Snow. And, you know, I'm really, I really love... Um, uh, P.K. Bevel and the Second Wind Dreams and her virtual dementia tour. I think it's life-changing for people. I keynoted her conference years and years ago, and we've been friends ever since. But I have to tell you, even just the inspiration I got going to a prep school in Philadelphia that basically made you feel you can do everything and anything uh, in, in life has served me well. And uh, it's interesting. I've been in touch with a lot of my classmates over uh, you know, over Facebook and even gotten together with them over the years and just amazing to see how everybody's done because we had that foundation. And of course, the seniors themselves, you know, when when you're ever, uh, you know, like I tell people, you know, when I went from hospital work to senior work, you know, maybe I took a little dip in the finances, but, uh, you know, I have so many fulfilling stories. One I call the story of Esther, maybe we could tell that another time. But, you know, once you have those stories in your life, you realize you can't go back even if you wanted to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Our seniors are so full of good information and I love the stories. And most of the folks we talk to really, you know, they say, Hey, listen, 
because they have such great stories. Their lives aren't the way they present to you today. Their lives were something different. And they and and as a Gen Xer myself, I know that our our boomers definitely are tougher than we are. <laughs> they're they're a tough group. They live through a lot of stuff. So um, awesome. Yeah, their stories are amazing. All right. What piece of advice would you give other senior care providers or any senior care provider? Well, you know, I think the big one is be transparent. In navigating senior living is hard enough. You know, I think the key to exceptional experiences is trust and communication. You know, I helped start in some way the patient experience movement in hospitals. And I almost rue the fact that now we've created more layers of bureaucracy. When at the bottom line with all this, if you create a better experience, communication and empathy are key. I think that's why so many uh, care providers right now are in so much trouble in COVID. I think the ones who are coping well are the ones who just laid it out frankly. You know, we have these cases or somebody has passed here or whatever it is. Here's the deal. This is what it is, as opposed to then getting caught later. And I think that just, again, undermines trust. And, you know, it's going to be word of mouth and who's going to go there in the future. You know, so the industry is being decimated from a brand standpoint, not just from COVID, frankly. So uh, I think that's, uh, you know, transparency, communication, empathy. I think, you know, a lot of these core things, we try to make it too complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transparency is so key. Absolutely. It's just not worth it because at the end of the day, somebody's going to find out about something if you're not transparent. So just, you know what, it, we're all doing the best we can. Uh, nobody yes, we are. Is, is trying to hold back anything necessarily. Okay. Last question. It's supposed to be a fun one. When you have a win in life or in business, how do you like to celebrate by a win? What I mean is it could be anything. It could be a small win. It's just, you know, you made somebody's day or you know that somebody's going to be a success because of a speech you gave or they right. thanked you. How do you like to celebrate? Well, it's kind of funny. I, I, I thought this made me laugh when I read the question because, you know, as a solopreneur, you don't have a lot of people to celebrate with. So I have to go in front of the mirror and kind of, you know, dance around. But, you know, I really pause and uh, as I think we all should. And one of the traits I've learned from seniors, uh, pause and consider how grateful I am for whatever it is that that win was I also thank whoever is re was responsible for it, and then I make sure to execute on it. Uh, and uh, of course, then a nice bourbon and dinner with my wife is probably going to be the, yeah. the capping of it all. <laughs> my husband would agree: a nice bourbon and a good dinner. <laughs> all Can't right, get better awesome. than that. Well, we will make sure that all of your contact information is with this video. So if folks want to get a hold of you, learn more about what you do, what you bring to the table, because I know you are a wealth of information and uh, can help other senior communities, senior living. So we'll make sure that all of that's with this video. Thank you for doing the interview. We appreciate it. And uh, we hope to have you on again and give us some updates on how things are going or what's new with you. Okay. My pleasure. And it was so great to be back in touch with you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so All much. Right.